sermon from St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, member of the Wells, preached on July 10, 2011, based on Psalm 100. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God, through which the Holy Spirit fills our hearts to praise our Savior Jesus Christ is the psalm for today, Psalm 100. Please listen to it once again. Psalm 100, a psalm for giving thanks. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. As I was growing up, my mother tried to teach me how to write Thank you notes. She taught me to write more than simply, Thanks a lot, love, Greg. She taught me that I should give some thought to the gift, mention the gift, explain why I appreciate it. But as a young boy growing up, I didn't want to spend what seemed all day writing thank you notes, so I came up with a generic format, something like this. Thank you so much for the gift of, fill in the blank, I really appreciate it a lot. I'm sure it's going to come in handy. That's probably not what my mother was hoping for. And yet, how often do our thank yous to God become like a form letter? We go through the routine of prayer and praise. We give thanks at meals. We sing our thanks as we gather for weekly worship. We give our thank offering as the plate is passed. All good things indeed. But dear Christian, our thanks to God is more than just those outward motions. It's more than simply filling in the blank of a form letter. For you see, our thanks to our God begins as we think about, contemplate, reflect on his goodness, and what he has given to us. And as that fills our heart, it overflows into our thanks so that we loudly confess the goodness of our Lord. May the Holy Spirit, through these words from Psalm 100, fill our hearts and minds so that he leads us on the path of thanksgiving. For as the words of this psalm fill our hearts, it overflows in thanks as we remember the reason for giving thanks to the Lord our God. Yes, this is one of the shortest of the psalms, only five verses long. You could easily treasure it up in your heart so that you could meditate on it when you are not busy with work or family. And as these words fill our heart and mind, 
It overflows in thanks that loudly confesses the goodness of our God. That's the theme for us to keep in mind here this morning. Our thanks loudly confesses the goodness of our Lord. And what are the reasons why? Because His love has made us His people and because His faithfulness keeps us as His sheep. Part 1. His love has made us His people. Through the Scriptures, the Lord declares... I will call them my people who are not my people and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. Romans chapter 9. Now, what does that mean that we were not God's people? What were we then? Well, we were nasty, brutish creatures. I I realize that a baby doesn't look like a brute, but remember what the scriptures teach us. For example, Psalm 14 declares, All have turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. And it is talking about you and me. That is what we were. We were anything but God's people. Do you see why the best and brightest of the human race, so many of them do not acknowledge God or confess Him as their Creator? Look at where we all started from. Even the best of us started as those who wanted to be as far away from God as possible. That's the natural inclination of our hearts. All have turned aside, Psalm 14 says. And it only got worse as after that. And so even if the natural self of someone is going to acknowledge that there is a divine or a supernatural power out there. They, they try to make it only a force that got things started or a spirituality we discover in ourselves. The God they confess certainly isn't the Heavenly Father who knit us together in our mother's womb and made all things out of nothing in six regular days by the power of His Word. Yes, the natural inclination of the hearts of all of us want to get as far away from God as possible. All have turned aside. They together have have become corrupt. And and, and that's why the best and brightest among us have simply reasoned God out of existence. Now, if that is what happens to the best and brightest of us, how much worse the rest of us must be if left to ourselves. And so we see that we certainly were not God's people. But how great His mercy and love, how good His love and mercy is. Marvel at His love. Recall how that second lesson today held God's love before our eyes. The Apostle Paul writes to the Christians in Rome, but God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. What love! While we were still not His people, the Father gave His Son up for you and for me, dear sinner. How great the goodness of our God! What a reason for us to give Him thanks. 
For as the psalm says here, the Lord is good and His love endures forever. We know that love only through the Son, Jesus Christ, and His sacrifice in our place. And through the Son, we know the Father and His love that has taken us, nasty, brutish creatures, and made us His people. His blood-bought, ransomed people. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, Psalm 100 declares. You see, to know the Lord means much more than to simply know about God. It means... To know Him as your God, your Savior God, whose love has made you His redeemed people. And as such knowledge fills our hearts, it overflows into our thanks. Not some sort of form letter, but thanks that flows from a heart that cherishes and a mind that contemplates the goodness of our God. For you, dear Christian, you know the Lord as your Savior, God, whose love has made you His people. Now, make your God known to others. Loudly confess the goodness of your Lord. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful song. Psalm 100 cries out to us. Yes, make known the Lord your God so all the earth can praise Him and come before Him with glad and song and rejoicing. When our team wins the victory, we want to shout out that good news. How much more so that the Lord our God has won the victory and taken us nasty, brutish creatures, and made us his people. Yes, while we were still not his people, he died for you and me and all sinners, and he rose from the dead in victory. What good news for us to shout out. Do you see why our thanks to God loudly confesses the goodness of our Lord? It wants all to hear this good news so that they too believe and are saved. That's why in the gospel for today you heard Jesus sending out his disciples as workers into the harvest field as they boldly confessed that good news of the victory that Jesus would win. Others, they were bringing in the harvest of God's people. But that was work not just for those disciples back then. The Lord gives each of us that message to share in our lives so that our lives and our words and our actions loudly shout out how great the goodness of our God is. Yes, dear friends, dear fellow people of God, let your words and actions shout out how important your God is to you. Let your words and actions shout out the greatness of His love that makes all the difference in your lives. Loudly confess the goodness of our God. What a way for us to give thanks. To give thanks to Him who has taken us brutish, nasty creatures and made us His people by giving us His Son. 
but love. But love that moves us to give thanks, loudly confessing the goodness of our Lord. But the reason for our thanks doesn't simply stop with that love that made us his people, does it? It goes on. As the psalm here says, For the Lord is good, his faithfulness continues through all generations. For he has made us the sheep of his pasture. You see, he didn't simply pay the ransom price to redeem us and then neglect us. He brought you and me into his pasture. He supplies our needs. He feeds our faith with his word and sacraments. What green pastures and quiet waters his gospel is. How it restores our soul and brings us his righteousness. What goodness our Lord has shown us and continues to show us. For he is faithful. His love doesn't flicker. His compassion doesn't waver. His mercy never runs out. He is faithful from age to age, from generation to generation, forever and ever, for he is the Lord. His pastures do not dry out. His word does not fail. He is faithful. So, dear Christians, as the psalm says here, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Once our sin had blocked that gate, locked it from us and, and shut us out of the Lord's court. Rather than green pastures, we only had the burning sand of of Satan's lies and the poisonous bramble of his empty promises surrounding us. His fangs dripped, ready to devour us. But the Lord, your faithful God, made you the sheep of his pasture. Jesus came to seek and to save what was lost He found you and placed you on his shoulders. He carried you to his pasture and filled you with the good news of his gospel. What a faithful shepherd he is. Our sin no longer blocks the gate, for he nailed it to the cross when he laid down his life for you and took it up again. He has made you the sheep of his pasture. What a shepherd he is, the good shepherd. So enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And dear Christians, as you worship your shepherd in his house here, feeding on the green pastures of his word and praising his saving name, do you see how your actions here loudly confess the goodness of your God? You are loudly confessing how important your Lord is as you set aside this time for Him each week. You don't care if others think you should be doing something else. You don't listen to Satan's lies that, you know, if you skip church, it's no big deal because it will always be there next week. Your actions here loudly confess the goodness of your God as you enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. So fill your souls with that good news so that it overflows in this thanksgiving that enters his house here. For you know that he is faithful. Despite our unfaithfulness, 
He is faithful. He is worthy of praise, for He is the Lord, your shepherd, who has made you the sheep of His pasture. Fill your souls with the green pastures and quiet waters of His word. His faithfulness keeps you as His sheep as He feeds you with His word and sacraments. And you see what great good news that is. He keeps you as His sheep so that no matter how you might feel on any given day, no matter what burdens or pains or hardships weigh you down, no matter what cross you carry as a Christian, your good shepherd is with you. His rod and his staff, they comfort you, for he has made you the sheep of his pasture. He he watches over you, just as you heard in the first lesson today with the Lord watching over Israel as he brought them out of Egypt and carried them on eagles' wings. So the Lord watches over you, for he has made you the sheep of his pasture. He is faithful. He carries you on his shoulders, in his arms, close to his heart. So you need not worry or tremble in terror. You are in his steady hands. No one can snatch you out of his loving grasp. For he is faithful. He has made you the sheep of his pasture. Now, in my grown-up years, my wife has tried to teach me how to write better thank you notes. And I do understand the importance of giving thought to the gift that was given, but she still does a much better job at writing those notes than I do. But my prayer for you, dear Christian, is that you give thought to the goodness of your God and how his faithfulness keeps you as the sheep of his pasture or as those thoughts the thoughts of Psalm 100 here fill you. They overflow in thanksgiving. How great the goodness of our God is. How great His goodness, love, and faithfulness are. Even a lifetime of contemplating, thinking about it, does not exhaust it. To paraphrase a preacher, the goodness of our God is an inexhaustible spring that feeds a ever, the ever-flowing stream of his love, filling the unfathomable ocean of his faithfulness and truth. Oh, what depths! Plummet those depths, dear Christian. Plummet those depths as you contemplate the goodness of your God. How fervent his love, how great and constant his faithfulness. He has made you his people, the sheep of his pasture, the quiet time you spend in thinking about his goodness turns up the volume so that your words and actions loudly confess the goodness of our Lord. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.